You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. Yes, it's another one of those shows where it's just you and me. I'm going to be keeping my eye on the Facebook live stream to see uh, what uh, you guys comment, what your questions are. This is your time to make the most out of our time together. I, I hope you will enjoy today's topic, which is all about gratitude. Um, I think it's a very, very important topic. I haven't spoken about it in, in a while. Um, so uh, let's get started. Of course, we have our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. Uh, let's take a look and see what they have in store for us today. First, from the Universe. The very magic, the very same that you use to get your first job, to find a best friend and to heal what hurt, that even now finishes your sentences, beats your heart, and inspires your dreams is the exact same grade of stuff that can make what you most want today come to pass. Point being, you're already engaged. You've already engaged it. You've already commanded it. You've already done the impossible. So what's the big deal about doing it again? Oh, go on. The universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. And I have to say, uh, I, I had gotten a while ago uh, a couple of his DVDs and I just listened to one of them recently. And uh, I really love Mike Dooley's stuff. He's really great. So uh, just a reminder, uh, anyone out there, if you can get me in touch with Mike Dooley, I would love to have him on my show and uh, for those of you who don't recall me mentioning it, I'm actually working on a book right now. So um, I'm looking to get uh, uh, testimonials and reviews from some people like Mike Dooley. So yes, please connect me. Anyway, so this quote, 
The very same magic, the very same that you use to do all kinds of amazing things that you have done throughout your life. It's the same thing. You've already engaged this magic of how thoughts become things, of how what we focus upon really uh, creates the world around us. Not necessarily literally, but figuratively. How we feel, where are we putting our attention, our focus, what we're really engaged in, that's what our life is all about. That's what creates our life. And it's a conscious choice. And, and I just want to remind you all that we are conscious beings with choice. It's a saying I learned uh, from my dear friend and teacher, Satyan Raja, that, that he really enforces in his training. And that is we are conscious beings with choice. And that one phrase means a lot. And that is exactly what the universe is talking about here. We are conscious beings. We have already engaged uh, in the magic of life, um, in the magic of, of how this universe works. And we've used it. And you know, the funny part is, and I've had so many people back when I was running a, a meetup group for law of attraction, I had so many people come to me and say, you know, before I knew what law of attraction was, before I knew what I was doing, I manifested this. I got an apartment in New York City really cheap. I got the boyfriend. I got the girlfriend. I, I had this great job. I got this amazing situation worked out for me. But that was all before I knew what, what I was doing. And now that I know what I'm supposed to be doing, it's not working. And it's always working. Sometimes when we know too much, it works against us. And uh, this is, it cannot not work. It cannot not work. It's, it's a truth. It's a law of the universe. Where we put our energy where we put our focus, that is where everything is created from. And all we have to remember, regardless of whether it feels like things are working out or not, they actually are. Again, I'm a big, big believer in what my dear friend Jennifer Huff says, life happens for us, not to us. Timing may not be on our timing. The way things coming about may not be the way we want, we have pictured things coming about. But what does come about, it is absolutely in the best service for us. It is what our soul, what our higher knowing wants for us. And it is absolutely uh, coming towards us by our thoughts, our words, our deeds, our actions, our energy, the, the, the energy that we show up with when we show up in the room. This is how we create our life. I mean, the world around us is the world around us. People say, you know, it's how we create the world. It's not really how we create the world. It's how we create our own individual lives. 
because I'm, I'm sure many of you have experienced this. You're here and, and you're having an amazing life because things are going this way or maybe the opposite. And then someone's here right next to you and they're always focused on the negative and complaining and all this stuff. And they're saying, oh, life is so awful and horrible. And you're both living the same life in the same world. But because of what you focus on, you have a very different experience. And that's what the universe is saying right here. You're already engaged in the magic that creates your life. So a great, uh, a wonderful quote from the universe. Um, oh, just to give out a little bit of Facebook love, a oh, Patty loyal listener sent Mike Dooley an email about me. No response yet. Thank you so much, Patty. I appreciate it. Jennifer, welcome back. You're becoming a loyal listener, Jennifer. I'm, I'm so grateful that you're back here again. And then William, oh, thank you. I, I, I really so appreciate and I'm so humbled by how you guys keep coming back week after week for the show. I really appreciate that. Okay, let's continue on um, with our quote from Abraham. And this is rather a long one. I haven't had a long quote like this from Abraham in a while. Let's see what Abraham says. If you wait until your body is completely dehydrated before you drink something or completely emaciated before you eat something, your body can get far out of balance. While it is possible to eventually bring your body back to a state of well-being, it is much easier to maintain a healthy physical balance than to recover it after losing it. Most people never put themselves into dramatic situations where they are without water or food to the point of doing damage to their physical bodies. However, it is not uncommon for people to deprive their bodies of something equally important, alignment with source energy. It is the same way that it is a good idea to drink when you feel the indication of thirst and therefore maintain your well-being long before dehydration is experienced. It is equally important to change the thought and release resistance at the first indication of negative emotion. For while it is certainly possible to withstand negative emotion for long periods of time, it is not the optimal experience for the cells of your physical body. When you learn to release resistance in the early subtle stages, your physical body must thrive. Thriving is what is natural to you. Abraham. Mm. A great quote. Um, very much in alignment with the first quote from the universe. And what Abraham is saying here, and, and, and Abraham's using sort of the, these physical uh, things as an analogy for sort of the more energetic stuff, which is, we don't normally let ourselves get so bad. Now, some people do. I'm sure we all know people who do. But we don't normally let ourselves get like so decrepit, so bad that then, oh, we work real hard and we come back. Because it's much harder to come back from a, a state where we're not really in good condition physically. It's much harder to come back from some condition, some illness, some challenge that we have physically than it is to just maintain good physical condition. Yes, it can be a pain in the ass to go to the gym every morning. It can be a pain to, you know, go for long walks, to eat healthy, to do all the things that we know we should be doing anyway. I mean, look, this is not rocket science, right? It's, it's 
eat good food, drink lots of water, don't overindulge, get physical exercise, move your body, get good rest, boom, there you go. That's all you need for a healthy life. Yet how often do we you know, deprive ourselves of the right amount of rest or sleep? How often do we forget to hydrate and drink? How often do we just, you know, splurge? I'm just going to have this little extra thing. Look, I'm the pot calling the kettle black. I know I, I got a little tummy. You know, I like the sweets a little too much. But hey, you know, if we don't overdo it, right? If we don't do it to the point of excess, then getting into good physical shape, it, it's much, much easier. However... And again, Abraham's using this as an analogy for really connecting to our aligned energy, to the, those positive emotions, as Abraham calls it. I would call it high vibration emotions that really keep us on track. And today we're talking about the most important one, in my opinion, which is gratitude, which we'll get to after the break. But when we allow ourselves to get so out of alignment with things, whether it's because we're super angry at somebody or we're, we're, we're repressing some emotions that we're afraid to, to, um, to show and to release and to feel, so we depress ourselves and we, we enter the state of depression when we're, we're, we're so afraid of feeling pain, so we hold on to it because we don't allow ourselves to move through it. What happens? That, that energy collects and collects and collects until it turns into some physical malady. It turns into some dis-ease in the body, which then is much more difficult to come back from than it is to just keep ourselves and, and allow ourselves to feel the emotions we need to feel, release them and move forward and keep ourselves aligned with what our natural state of being is. And our natural state of being is joy, happiness, peace, tranquility. And when we deprive ourselves of that natural state of being, we are throwing ourselves both energetically and physically off balance. And when we throw ourselves off balance, sure, we can bounce back after a short amount of time or, you know, it's not going to kill us right away. But when we do it year after year after year, what happens is that energy that we're holding on to when we hold into the energy in our bodies, in our nervous system, that energy becomes denser and denser and denser and denser and denser, and denser until Finally, it manifests into something physical, which can be anything from an autoimmune disorder, uh, the big C word, diabetes, high blood pressure, hypertension, you name it. I mean, there's a million and one different disorders that can happen in the body, but they don't, we don't have to go that way. You know, I just saw my friend Satyan did an interview with Dr. Gabor Mate, who wrote the book, When the Body Says No. And, and he did this amazing study of, of uh, people who were coming with chronic illnesses. And when he would look at what was their emotional life like when they were growing up, um, he can always 
uh, tell like what kind of issue they would end up in, you know, before he even knew. Because the emotional quality that we carry with us, if we don't work through it, if we don't, you know, do the deep work, if we don't really, and, and now is the perfect time to do this kind of work. Now that we're all sheltering in place, that we're being much more time with ourselves and our family, and it's great because who can trigger us like our families and that really indicates what work we need to do. But if we can just spend this time with ourselves, right, those feelings, those emotions, they're going to come up. Hey, they came up for me. Uh, there's some deep stuff that came up that I've been working through around lack of self-esteem, lack of self-worth, you know, lack of believing in myself because I never felt like people believed in me when I was growing up, when I was in a child. So uh, it, it, it's really working through this stuff, releasing those, those energies that we hold on to. They're so, so important to do uh, while we still can. Um, okay, th th lots of listener love here. I love you all. Okay, Sanaya says, this quote makes so much sense. Although we know it, you have to hear it to consistently to apply it spot on. Thank you, Sanaya. Yeah. I mean, look, we know this stuff. It's just reminders. Patty says spot on. I'm listening as I do miles in Tucson for charity on my trike. I'm going to be, it's going to be 103 degrees today. Ooh, lots of water needed today. Absolutely, Patty. Don't overdo it. William says sometimes we deprive ourselves because of busyness. Um, I would say that we actually use busyness as an excuse to deprive ourselves, um, not that we deprive ourselves because of busyness, because again, we are conscious beings with choice. It's always our choice whether to be busy or not. And Jennifer says you're nailing it. Thank you, Jennifer. All right. I've uh, been going on a little bit long. Um, I'm going to take the break now. And when we come back, I'm going to be talking all about gratitude and why gratitude is a choice and how we can use gratitude to really help us um, in keeping that alignment with who and what we truly are. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Thank you all, my loyal listeners. I really appreciate you all. And I really appreciate, uh, you, you know, especially the, that you come back week after week and that how you share uh, the video and the podcast with, with people you know and your friends. I, I, I really do appreciate it. You know, I, I do this show to be in service. I do this show to really give you something uh, that can help uh, empower you, to help you feel like you come away from the show feeling like you can uh, handle life maybe a little bit better. 
Um, I hope you enjoyed last week's show with uh, J- uh, Steph and James uh, Pupura uh, uh, talking all about perception seeing is not believing, very much in alignment, a great couple um, and uh, of, of powerful Dash U. And, uh, you know, I, and, and so, uh, I, again, I, my appreciation always goes out to you. And, and I express this because it is important to express our gratitude. It reinforces it. Why did I decide to do talk about gratitude today? Because in the midst of all of this craziness that we're in the middle of, and look, it's not easy. Life is never always easy. Sometimes it is. You know, sometimes things just happen. We're in the flow. It's great. But not always. And one of the best tools that I've ever found to help us through those difficult times, to help myself through these difficult times, was finding ways to be grateful for something, for anything. Indeed, whenever I work with my coaching clients, whenever I work with anybody who comes to me, who, who uh, you know, is dealing with some challenge in their life, there are always two things Always two exercises I give them right away to start off with. And anyone who works has worked with me in the past knows I, I tend to give a lot of homework. But the two things I always give you is a gratitude practice in the morning and your victory log at night before you go to bed. And this is to create these sort of positive bookends in your day to help create a feeling of, of joy and positivity uh, throughout. Um so gratitude. Why is gratitude so important? Well, interestingly, a number of years ago, I had heard that the HeartMath Institute, which is an amazing organization, they've done things like measure the electromagnetic field that the heart generates, and they found out it's actually six times greater than what the mind generates. So that means, guess what? <laughs> our hearts are more powerful than our minds. Um, anyone who's been in love, I'm sure, uh, can attest to that. Um and and so they did a study about different emotions. They would like measure the electromagnetic fields that would be emanated from the body when, when people would feel different emotions. And what they found was the highest frequency emotion that the body generates when we're feeling something is ingratitude. And to me, that just like, ah, oh, because think about it. When we're in gratitude, how do we feel? Our body just opens up. Our nervous system relaxes. We're appreciating something, anything that's around us in life. And there is so much to appreciate in life. There really is. I, uh, when we really take stock of, of what we have, and if you're listening to this show on your computer or your iPhone or smartphone, if, if you're living in the civilized world and you've got a roof over your head, you've got enough food to eat, you've got clothes to wear, you are doing better than like 80% of the world out there, if not more. So we have a lot. We have a lot to be grateful for in this country and indeed in any of the countries around the world where you have what you need to not only survive, but thrive. Because it wasn't all that long ago that as a race, we were struggling for survival every single day. We were working the land hard every day 
and didn't have time to contemplate these deeper issues in life, didn't have time to really think about uh, meditating or doing spiritual practice or developing ourselves as human beings. I mean, this is an amazing time to be alive, complete with our challenges, but we chose to be here, right here, right now. And that, that'll be another show. But gratitude is a choice. Going back to what I said last um, segment that my friend Satyan Raja always says, we are conscious beings with choice. We always have a choice. Now, there are extreme situations where maybe we might feel like we don't have a choice, but we do. I mean, I always like to say, unless someone's holding a gun to your head telling you you have to do something or they're going to kill you, you have choice. But even in that situation, you have choice because you can always say, I would rather die than do the thing that you want me to do. All right. Not a very good choice. We always like better choices than that. But there are usually many more choices than we realize. And having gratitude in our life is one of the best choices we can make on a consistent day-to-day -day basis. It helps everything. And I have a list here. I've called this list. I, I was searching around for different gratitude practices. I have 20 different gratitude practices. We'll see if we can get through them all before the end of the show. But before I start going through all these gratitude practices, I want to just talk about like how I tend to look at gratitude. Like when I do my gratitude practice in the morning, how I do it. Because I usually do it very, very simply. I have sort of three categories of stuff in my life that I look at that I'm grateful for. So the first category is who are the people in my life that I am grateful for? My spouse, my lover, my family, my cousins, my friends, my teachers, whoever. Just think of all the people in your life that you are grateful for them to be in your life. My loyal listeners, I'm so grateful for you. Uh, the people who support me, so grateful. Um, the people I, who, who I learn from, amazing. I'm so, so grateful. So I, and so there's, you know, I'm sure you can come up with a de decent list of people in your life that you're just grateful that they're in your life for. The second major category are the experiences of my life that I'm grateful for. What things have I experienced? You know, travel, um, going to different uh, development seminars, the, the shamanistic work that, I've, you know, that came to me, the, 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 the masters and teachers that I've experienced, their energy. There's so many experiences that I've had through life that, that I am so grateful for. And I'm sure you can make a list, too, of experiences that you've had in your life that you're grateful for. And then the, the, the last one um, are, are kind of all the physical things in my life that I'm grateful for. My apartment in New York City, the, the clothes I have, the crystals I have all over the place. Um, there are all kinds of just physical manifestations that I am grateful for. And so when we're grateful for those things, then we take better care of them. Maybe you have a car. I don't have a car, but maybe you have a car and you love your car. And because you're grateful for your car, you take care of it. You, you, you get it well maintained. You keep it clean. 
Um, you know, maybe, maybe there's some other things. Uh, I don't know. Everyone has, has different stuff. So that's the way I kind of run through my gratitude practice. The people in my life I'm grateful for, the experiences in my life I'm grateful for, the stuff in my life I'm grateful for. And so that gives me a nice overarching kind of way of looking at my life and looking at what I can be grateful for. And that's a choice because we can choose to focus on what we have to be grateful for, or we can choose to focus on what we don't have and not be grateful for what we don't have. Although there are ways of being grateful for things we don't have too. So it's a choice. And, and I am asking you to make the choice to find things, people, experiences in your life to be grateful for. Write them down. Make a list. And just as you're writing it out, feel that gratitude in your body. The more you feel it, the more potent it is, the, the, the more it uplifts our spirit, our soul, our energy. Okay, so uh, I've been rambling for a while. I got my list of 20 gratitude practices. I'm going to get to them after we come back right after this break. And uh, I want you to put into the, if you're watching on Facebook, put into the comment sections, what are just three things you're grateful for in your life? What are the three things you're most grateful for in your life? And as you're typing them into the comment section, think about how often do you feel that gratitude? And maybe it's something that you can do a little bit more. Okay. Are you willing to play with me a little bit? Three things you're grateful for in life. Okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into our 20 gratitude practices. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Talk Radio NYC and all over Facebook. Thank you so much. We will be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm so grateful today, especially because we're talking about gratitude, um, that you're all with us here today. And I'm getting some responses here on Facebook. So William says he's grateful for his family, his work, and his friends. Amen, brother. Uh, Jennifer says, I'm grateful for my opportunities. I'm grateful for waking up every day, and I'm grateful for the people who believe in me. Ah, beautiful, Jennifer, beautiful. I'm so uh, thankful you shared that with us. Awesome. Um, oh, and before I get to the, the 20 uh, gratitude practices, uh, I just want to quickly mention that I'm going to be doing a free webinar on uh, May 19th about how to use a podcast to pivot your business. You know, people now are talking about, um, you know, a lot about, you know, pivoting your business online. How, what do you do to make money? And, and, you know, I work a lot with solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, uh, 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 small business people. And so I decided to, to do this free webinar. It's, it's going to be about an hour long. Uh, and you can find out all about it at um, 
my meetup group. I, I think it should also be posted on Facebook uh, at the Talk Radio uh, NYC Facebook page. But if not, go to meetup.com and you go to the Conscious Business Collective. That's a meetup group I've been running for a while. I haven't been very active with it. Um, but uh, if you go to the con if you go to Meetup, search for Conscious Business Collective, uh, you'll see I've posted it there. Um, just register for it, and it'll be 1 p.m. Eastern Time on May 19th. It's free, uh, no charge. I just wanted to to get this stuff out there. Um, so please feel free to share it with your friends. Um, I'll uh, uh, maybe next commercial break. I'll I'll put it into I'll find the link and I'll put it into the video. Oh, we got some more people expressing gratitude on the Facebook Live. Patty says grateful for the blessings I receive from you and guests, friends in my life that I learned so much from. Oh, thank you, Patty. Sanaya says I'm grateful for my children, my friend tribe, and my sight. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Okay, so let's start talking about some different ways we can practice gratitude as a daily part of our life. So one of the big ones or one way to start off is really simply make sure to thank people who serve you in your life, whether it's the checkout person at the store. Uh, uh, if, if you need to take a cab somewhere now, we're not traveling too much, but a taxi cab driver, your doorman, the sanitation worker, just anybody who is in the service industry who's doing something for you. So often we tend to take what they do for granted. Um, but really, it, it, it's something that we can express gratitude for and it makes them feel so good and it makes us feel so good. So, yes, number one, thank the people who are in service in your life. Uh, the second gratitude practice is to just tell one friend each day, and, and I would say, you know, pick a different friend, it doesn't have to be the same friend every day, but just tell one friend each day how much you appreciate them. And you know what? There's one very important friend uh, that you should uh, tell them how much you appreciate them, which is the one you see when you look in the mirror every morning. Because we really haven't learned to appreciate ourselves. Society, school, religion, our teachers, our family don't really teach us to appreciate ourselves. But we're the first ones. We're the ones we live with all the time. We're the ones we see in the mirror. We're the ones we go to bed with each night and we wake up with each morning. So tell that friend how much you appreciate them. And then just pick one friend a day. And just reach out to them, even if you haven't spoken to them in years. Reach out to them, let them know how much you appreciate them. That's number two. Number three, keep a gratitude journal and add to it every morning. Right? Now, I just gave you a great way to organize your thoughts in your gratitude journal. And writing it down is so important. So just get... It doesn't have to be a formal journal, but if it's a formal journal, great. You know, sit down and just the morning, first thing, before you get out of bed, before you do anything else, have it sort of in the next to your bed. You pick it up and just write down three things you're grateful for. If you want to be an overachiever, make it five or six things. But just write it down, first thing. And that act of writing, getting that body involved in it, 
it helps so much to feel that gratitude. And remember, this is all a choice. Now, I'm giving you these, these practices. You can always take them and shape them and mold them to what really works for you. I'm just giving you my suggestions and, and things I've found which really resonate with me. Um, and then if, you, if you're kind of getting into that habit of maybe writing the same thing in the, the journal every day, um, add at least one new thing. This is a, a, oh, I skipped one, but okay, this is number five. I'll get to number four in a second. Add one new thing to your gratitude list every day. So that as you're going through the day and maybe you find things that you're grateful for, just add it to the list so that that list can keep growing day after day after day. Number four, write a card to someone you haven't seen in a while and tell them why you appreciate them. It's so funny because we live in such an electronic world now. Everyone says happy birthday and sends electronic greeting cards and stuff. But actually writing a physical card, writing it out, a thank you note, and mailing it to them, it means so much more now because so few people do it anymore. So if you can just pick one person and write a card to somebody you haven't seen in a while and just say, why are you grateful for them? Now, I don't know about you, but for me, it would like take a little while to like find their actual address. But you know what? That extra effort is is important find the address write them a little card that was number four i did five already number six express recognition and appreciation to your co-workers how often and and co-workers can be bosses managers subordinates uh, vendors just anybody who you work with that's involved with your work somehow whether it's volunteer work or paid work whatever kind of work but how often do we forget to really acknowledge the people that we work with because maybe we see them every day or we used to see them every day. Now we're maybe seeing them on Zoom every day. But how often do people do something and, and they, they're doing a good job, but we forget to just simply acknowledge that, to just say something to them, to, to, to let them know, hey, I see what you're doing and I appreciate it. That's really, I think, so important, especially the co-workers you don't get along with. Because you know what? If you do it with the people you don't get along with that well, guess what's going to happen over time? You may find your relationship with them shifts. Watch that magic happen. Number seven, if someone does something nice for you, express how you feel about their action. If somebody holds open the door, you know, if somebody, you know, let's say you're in the elevator and because of social distancing now, they don't get in the elevator because they see you. Say thank you. You know, it's a very simple thing. Just saying thank you. Number eight, meditate with your gratitude list, giving thanks for all your good fortune. So if we keep like every day adding one more thing to our list of things in our lives to be grateful for, you know, after a while, we, we, we just remember like the most recent things we wrote and forget the top things. So if we can take some time and just sit with that list and just read through it. And, and I mean, here it says meditate. It could be just focus on it. it. could be just sit with it and just remember why you appreciate what you've put on your gratitude list. And then realize as you're going through this list how much 
you have to be grateful for. And some people out there may say, hey, Sam, I, I, I came up with my gratitude list. I can only come up with two or three or four things. Great. That's a great starting point. But I can almost guarantee you, as you look for things to be grateful for, you'll start to recognize and notice things to be grateful for that you didn't think of before. So you want to really keep open and keep adding to the list and then remember to go back to it. Number nine is practice gratitude at the same time every day. There's something about, and this is something somebody told me a long time ago, especially like when it comes to meditation or any kind of spiritual practice, that if you pick a time of the day and you do it consistently at that time of the day, it does something to the, the, that time of the day, the energy around that time of the day, it shifts from doing that practice over and over and over again. Now, it may take time. I'm not saying this, you're going to feel this difference right away. But after you've been doing it a month, two months, three months, even if, let's say, you, you're traveling and you forget, the, well, traveling is maybe not a good example right now, but, but you're, you're in the middle of something and it's the time when you usually sit down and do your gratitude list and, 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 and just this is the first time in three, four months that, that you're in the middle of something, you're not sitting down doing it. When it comes to that time, suddenly you may start to feel a little different because the energy that you've put into doing this practice at the same time every day it comes back. Your body feels it. Your nervous system feels it. The energetic field that surrounds all of us, it, it's imprinted in it. So doing it at the same time every day can be so, so powerful over a period of time. Number 10, say thank you for the little things people do for you that you normally take for granted. This kind of goes back to some of the other ones, but this is really about focusing on those little, little things that you normally take for granted. Let, let's say you have a partner or somebody and that, you know, they cook for you. Maybe they don't cook for you that often. Maybe you're the one who does most of the cooking. Maybe they're the one that does most of the cooking. Just saying thank you when you sit down to that meal, it can mean a lot to both the person and to yourself. So look for those little things, those, those things that we, we just bypass on, on a typical day without taking the time to sit back and recognizing it and say something about it. it it's so important. And that can really help to build your gratitude practice. It's the little things in life. The little things in life make a huge, huge difference. Okay, so we got up to number 10. I got uh, uh, 10 more to go and we, it's time for us to take our break. So it's our last break of the show. Things are really flying by. Uh, I hope you're doing this. Let me just see. Oh, on Facebook Live, Sanaya says, I am still an avid letter writer. Good for you. I, am in, <laughs> I annoy my friends with snail mail. Wonderful. That's great, Sanaya. I love it. And William says, I tell my wife thank you often for those things. Excellent, William. Yes, so, so important. Okay, so we're going to take this quick break. And when we come back, we're going to finish up this list. And if you guys have any questions around gratitude, if you have any and any any you know things you're not sure about around gratitude post your question in the comment section of the Facebook live and we will get to it before the end of the show so everyone please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we'll be right back after this
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc. And, uh, you know, just to let you all know, because of, of what we've had to do here at the station uh, with um, the lockdown and everything, we've um, had to, although we normally operate out of our studio in Midtown, we've had to now like operate virtually. So my hosts now are, are, are we connecting through Zoom? My hosts can be anywhere in the country, in the world, as long as they have a stable internet connection. And so I've had a number of people contact me recently about doing their shows remotely. So you may just see over the next uh, three, four weeks, some new shows coming on the network. So if you want to keep on top of that, uh, just go to talkradio.nyc and join our, our tribe, join our newsletter um, so that you'll see, you know, we send out the email just once a week to let you know what's coming up that week. And that will uh, keep you up to date on the new shows happening. And that'll also, you know, I usually announce things like the classes or special events that we do in the newsletter as well. And just to let you know, we're working on a sexy new website for talk radio, uh, NYC, um, that I'm really hoping to be launched before the end of the month. So, uh, we'll make a big announcement in the newsletter and on my show, uh, uh when, when that happens. Um, but, uh, it looks like it's going to be a really good, uh, site. So I hope you'll, you'll, you'll check it out when we launch it. So thank you. And, uh, thank you for all the love on the video and please continue to share it. Okay. We, we've just got a little bit of time left. Let's zip through these last remaining 10 gratitude practices. Number 11, post saying in pictures that remind you to be grateful around your home. You know, this is one of the things that visual reinforcement, whether it's pictures or words, you know, it's kind of like making a gratitude vision board. You know, you ever do a vision board where you cut a bunch of things out of a mag, different magazines and sayings and stuff, and you paste it up of what you want, what you have. So doing the same thing kind of around your house, little post-it notes, pictures, whatever, stuff that you're grateful for. A great one. Okay, number 12, call an elderly neighbor or friend to say thank you for their presence in your life. You know, especially in Western civilization, in Eastern civilization, they respect the elderly much more so, though they have their own challenges around it because they tend to to just pay homage to the elderly, you know, blindly. But but really, like, take somebody who's, I don't know, in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and let them know that you appreciate them because there's so much wisdom, you know, older people, they've lived life so much that they, they're so underappreciated. They have so much value to offer, but in this society where youth and, and, and looks are so important, we tend to not, um, really appreciate the, those who are older in, in our society. So that's a, a really big one that I think, um, that I learned a long time ago, uh, that I appreciate now in the same way, number 13, Call your parents, your grandparents or relatives and tell them that you're grateful for them as well. Um, my parents, unfortunately, are both deceased. Um, but I did, before my mom passed away, I did have the opportunity to tell her how much I appreciated and how grateful I was for her. But yeah, just reminding the, 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 the older generation, let, letting them know how much we appreciate them because they give and they give and they give and they don't often get that much in return. Okay, number 14, be grateful when you learn something new. See, this is really good because sometimes 
uh, it's easy. We get so caught up in the excitement of, of learning and experiencing stuff that, that we forget to express gratitude that it's like, oh, this shifted my perspective. This, this helped me to now deal with things in a different way. And, and we forget to be grateful for that. I mean, I'm so grateful for, uh, it was over a year ago now that I, I, I went to the training with Jennifer Huff down in Asheville, North Carolina. And when she was talking about how, you know, all of life is here for us to serve us, we're bridge builders from the past to the future. And like all these things she said, I was so grateful to hear it because even though I knew a lot of it, even though I'd internalized much of it, hearing her say it and the way she said it, I was so grateful for it because it just crystallized things for me. And that's why you hear me say life happens for you, not to you all the time. Um, okay, number 15, be grateful when you receive something new and some any kind of something new, any kind of present, a new piece of clothing, a new pair of shoes, a new whatever, a new bed sheet. It doesn't matter. Anytime you get something new, just express some gratitude for having this new thing in your life. Number 16, help your friends see what they have to be grateful for in their lives. You know, one of the most interesting things I've found throughout my life is that by teaching somebody something else, we learn that lesson so much deeper. And so by working on gratitude ourselves, that helps us. But then when we help other people to see what they have to be grateful for, like that even reinforces gratitude and makes it even deeper with us. So helping someone else, especially when they're not really seeing that they have anything to be grateful for, pointing out to them and showing them what they have to be grateful for, it can be huge. That was 16. Okay, number 17. Oh, I think we have just enough time to get through this list. Create a gratitude board. Paste pictures of all the things that you are grateful for on it. So you remember, uh, did we skip 13, 14? No, 13 was... Call your parents, grandparents, 14, be grateful for something new. Uh, a, a gratitude board. Now, I kind of mentioned this before. It's kind of like um, uh, talking about uh, what around uh, your home, uh, pictures and things. Well, this is just, you know, take that whole idea of a vision board, right? You, you know what a vision board is. If you don't know what a vision board is, just Google it. There are tons of people who do things around vision boards out there and then create a vision board. That's not a vision board, but a gratitude board. Okay. Um, so that's number 17. Number 18, just got a couple of minutes left. Make gratitude a part of family life. Ask each other what they are grateful for during a meal. So obviously if you're single and you don't have your own family, you're living alone, this isn't one for you, but it's something to keep in mind that if your family, if, if you're a parent and you have kids or if you're uh, if you have parents and you're living together, when you get together during a meal, ask each other, start a conversation by, hey, what are you grateful for today? You know, just ask the question just by asking the questions. It gets us thinking about what we have to be grateful for. So doing that as a family unit, whatever your family unit happens to be, and maybe you're not a family, maybe your friends living together, but you know, that kind of makes you sort of like a family. Number 19, share the benefits of gratitude with family and friends. 
So this one comes a little bit later because after you've had this practice of doing some of these 20 odd gratitude practices and you start noticing how things feel differently to you and you start noticing how you're different, share that with people. Now, you don't have to be evangelical about it. You don't have to be, uh, you know, in people's faces if they don't want to hear it. But just a normal kind of day-to-day -day conversation, you know, if, if you, people asking you, hey, what's new, you can share with them. Hey, you know, I've been doing this gratitude practice and it's been really doing awesome things for me. All right, and here it is, number 20. And, and this one I have some caveats around. Share gratitude by posting something you are grateful for on social media. So, and, and whatever social media you use is fine. And I, I've seen some people do gratitude practices online where every single day they're posting something, oh, I'm so grateful for this, and I'm so grateful for that, and I'm so grateful for this. And, you know, sometimes I look at it and I kind of feel like, they're being so public about it and I'm not sure they're really feeling the gratitude. I'm not sure that I really felt the energy of the gratitude in the post. So rather than making this something that like you're shouting out to the world, maybe doing it, a, you can do it publicly, but doing it kind of quietly publicly or doing it with some depth, not just saying I'm grateful for this, 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 and this in my life, but, but like telling a story around it, like, Oh, I'm so grateful for uh, my um, maybe my UPS delivery guy because I've seen him like still delivering packages even during this time and he's wearing gloves and a mask and he's being very careful and I'm, I'm so grateful for the fact that he's taking the time and you know talk about some of those details a little bit and it makes it so much more real and not only does it make it real but you, it also makes it something tangible that other people can relate to so that when you're sharing this, it, it spurs other people on to think about, oh, I wonder, you know, what other kinds of stories am I missing to be grateful for? So those are our 20 gratitude practices. If anybody is interested in them, I, I'm more than happy to send them out in a file to you. Um, just um, email me, sam at talkradio.nyc. I'm more than happy to send it to you. And if you um, be willing to, you know, just share it on the, the, the Facebook Live. Um, I'm over time. Thank you all. <laughs> Again, uh, ooh, we got a couple of last things. Uh, being sincere about it. Yes. You know, being sincere about your gratitude is one of the most important things, not being superficial about it. So uh, thank you all um, for, for joining me today. Uh, next week, I have a guest. Who's next week? I don't remember who's next week, but I'm going to check it right after the show because I got to reconfirm with them. But I know I have some really great guests uh, this month. In the end of the month, the last week of the month, I have Jennifer Huff coming on. She's totally awesome. You want to make sure to catch that one. Uh, thank you all. Thank you all for, for expressing uh, your gratitude. Please share the show, share this episode. Remember, uh, this will be posted in the next day or two to iTunes and Stitcher, uh, hopefully Spotify. I haven't checked to see if I'm on Spotify yet. Um, and, and all the major podcasting platforms. Coming up next, it's uh, Voices of Courage with uh, your host, Ken Foster. Um, 
uh, I forget what his, his topic is today, but it's coming up right away. So if you're on talkradio.nyc, stay tuned. Mwah. Thank you all for coming. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you all. Take care. Have an amazing, awesome rest of the week, weekend, week. And I will talk to you next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.